0: Ladies and gentlemen, please rise, because it's time for another fun episode of the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess, with me, one of the stars, I am Tenant Michael. And I am Landlord James. And of course, we are the only podcast on the internet that has the guts to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Uh, So far, the answer to that is inconclusive. Inconclusive, we're drawing it out like a... Uh, like an HBO drama We're not. you have to keep uh listening until the end to find out the answer to the question
1: kind of i mean people might have an idea
0: at this point but uh well, uh that is true uh michael how are you doing i am doing very well um i've had a great week um i have a bit of more time free i have a bit more free time on my hands these days because um of a situation at work, as mm-hmm. longtime listeners know, mm-hmm. I work at the CN Tower gift shop. Not the one <clears> – <throat> pardon me – not the one on the main floor, not the one on the, at the top, but the one far underneath the CN Tower. Yeah. And, uh, well, long story short, business has been a little slow lately, and management recently called all of us uh, together and asked if anyone was willing to have their hours reduced – if not, they were going to have to fire some people. So immediately my hand shot up and I volunteered to um, have my hours reduced. So That's I've got a, a bit more free time on my hands these That's days. That's a huge mistake. Um, I don't you see it that gotta way. you got to start
1: looking out for yourself, Michael. You mm-hmm. can't just, you know, well, I oh, am- I'll,
0: I'll fall on the sword. You, you should be the one getting the extra hours. You know what I mean? Or- mm, I am looking out for myself as the thing you don't understand. <clears throat> uh, because I felt that by volunteering to have my hours cut... That management would remember my sacrifice, you know, down the road, and reward me they're, with they're, a raise, with just a promotion. See you as
1: a beta male, but okay, no, we'll see how it pans out. But I guarantee you, they do not no. see you as an alpha male. They, they, see they definitely
0: male. see me as an alpha <clears> male. <throat> oh, okay. I even asked my manager if he did. How was your week? My week was. Um... Was not bad, you know. The weather's turning. Um, yeah, I'm, we're seeing a lot more of, uh, of Toronto uh, these days. By by that, I mean people are wearing less clothes.
2: Well,
1: that is that is true. I probably would have put it in a less creepy sounding way. Uh, but yeah, it's fun having the having the weather turn, um, and I'm excited for our our show
0: today. Me too. Um, um, should we do our, our segment we had uh, planned right off the top here? Yes, and this is actually funny because it's the first time that we're Uh, this segment the first time we did it proved so popular we received so many emails and texts and uh, whatsapp messages about it that we're doing it we're bringing it back again and so we're and it's a bit of a controversial name Mm -hmm. for the segment so the parents out there might want to hold their child's their children's heads in their hands firmly and cover their ears say the name of the segment james i'm too nervous uh this the segment name is Sip and bitch. How it works is that we've had a long tiring week. Everyone everyone these days seems pretty on edge and agitated about, you know, world events and yep. uh, you know, things that happened to me at work this week. Yep. You know, I'm sure you you're frustrated by your work as a landlord. It's pretty easy, but yeah,
1: frustrated about other stuff for sure.
0: Anyway, the segment gives us a chance to have some nice wine mm-hmm. and blow off some steam for once and have a bitch session I have a bitch sesh so uh why don't we um here i'll pop, get pop, okay yeah
1: uh, pop open some wine here okay all right and i'll pour as
0: uh, each a glass Ooh. okay i'd like a bit more please <laughs> uh, right. it's been one of those weeks yeah there you go Oh, which one of us should go first and have, uh, have our sip and bitch? Uh,
1: why don't you go first?
0: All right. So I'll take my sip. And now I'm going to bitch. Now, okay. <clears throat> my sip and bitch today is about something that uh, really got under my skin. Um, President Donald Trump this week... Uh, at a some sort of uh graduation ceremony for army people. Mm-hmm. Brave had the people. Hmm, had the gall to to say that he was the most unfairly treated politician in American history. Mm, yeah. Just let that sink in. Okay? Now I don't want to uh come off as a pedant here, but is that true? Is he really the most unfairly treated uh, politician in American history? Um, have we not heard of John F. Kennedy getting a bullet in his head during a tragic uh, car ride in Dallas all those years ago with his beautiful wife at his side waving to the adoring public? Suddenly, bang, uh, He lost his brain came out. Mm-hmm. all over his wife. Okay. Have we forgotten that I if you ask me that that politician was treated a little uh even more unfairly than Donald Trump. Okay. I mean Trump- honestly, the gall of this of this guy. Hmm. You know? It, also he, uh-huh. also Abraham Lincoln. Hmm. He was only murdered at the theater. Okay. Um also a uh, former San Francisco mayor, Harvey Milk, murdered. Why? For the crime of being a gay guy. Hmm. So I just hope that President Trump is listening to this Canadian podcast that focuses on real estate. I do too. Because uh, I'd like to tr- to just to teach him a thing or two about history. I just can't get over it. Sorry, that's my no, sip that's and No, that's okay. We'll I'm agree very, to disagree very
1: on that one. I think the media's gone absolutely bananas about Trump, and I think it's a big problem, but we'll agree to disagree on that one, Michael. Um, I will do my sip and bitch, if sure. that's all right. absolutely. Okay, I will uh, take, a, take a sip here. And now I will do my bitch. Okay, so last night I go to dinner at swiss chalet and i don't know if anybody else has found this but the quality of bloody swiss chalet these days has absolutely gone in the friggin crapper and i do not use that Bloody lightly. I go to Swiss Chalet. First of all, their half chicken meal looks like some sort of accident in a lab. It does not look brown and crispy like it used to. I go and order the meal. The, the waitress is some stupid, you know, younger person, teen, I guess. And, and you know, she's not paying attention at all. I'm super mad. Um, eventually, she just, you know, she's always just, you know, her and some waiter are just flirting. I'm furious. There's hardly any dipping sauce. Um, like it, the thing was half full. You know what I'm talking about? Like usually the dipping sauce is like full to the top and this was like half full. I say, hey, can you get me some more dipping sauce? She's like, okay. Brings it back and it's still not quite full. I'm bloody pissed off. I get the manager over and I say, you better get this socially in order. And I raise my voice. I was so mad. And he he gave a tear down to the waiter and the waitress and I just stood there and watched arms crossed and I'm just so mad at Swiss Chalet. I'm so mad at the way they've let that quality drop, and I'm pissed off. That's my sipping bitch. <sighs> wow, I've never seen you so mad about about anything. It was it was a you know I, that was a that was a twenty twenty dollar meal, and I know that so, I, but yeah. So you're
0: out of everything that's happening in the world right now. The thing that made you most mad was. Having a subpar meal at Swiss Chalet. All right. Well,
1: it's not just a Chose, subpar meal. It was an abomination. Shows
0: where your priorities are and, you know, that it's like, um, you know, speaks volumes about your character, I guess.
1: No, well, it speaks volumes about Swiss Chalet as well. So you yelled at a manager and... I yelled at a manager and I got him to yell at these kids. And he did. And I watched. So you watched him yell at some kids. Yep. And yep.
0: did that make you feel better?
1: Yes. Yeah, the kids looked really ashamed, and it, that did make me feel better. And I hope they lost their jobs. They were not paying attention to me. They were flirting.
0: Anyway. I mean, the world is in danger with a madman. Um, i just like to point this out to listeners. We have a crazy guy in the White House. He's got the nuclear codes. The nuclear codes. Mm-hmm. And you're mad about a chicken supper.
1: He has the nuclear codes because he might have to protect us. Uh, even though I'm not American, I support what they're doing.
0: Maybe he should nuke the teenagers that uh, didn't serve you uh, up to your standards. Wouldn't, wouldn't shed a tear for that. Wouldn't see me shedding a tear. You all. Oh, the joke is that you would also die because of the
1: radioactive fallout. Well, so. if it was a tiny nuke and he just did their houses, that would be fine by me. They were trash people. So you think the dirty bombs are something yeah, I that do. you'd
0: like to, to see? I do. I do. Great.
1: Uh, so that is this edition of Sippin' Bitch. I'm feeling better after getting that out of my system. Me too. Um, why don't we uh, take a short break and come right back
0: with our uh, our guest for the week. Absolutely. And she's a great guest. You're all going to love her.
1: Welcome back to the Landlord and Tenant Pod mess. Um, Michael, we're joined now by uh, our guest uh, for this episode. We are indeed,
0: and uh, this is a special treat for all the bookworms out there in our audience, everyone who loves the written word and uh, bu- uh, book, bookworms. Um, so without any further ado, let's all welcome our guest, Opal.
3: How y'all doing? Hi, Opal. Welcome to the pod. Aw, oh, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Hey, uh, real quick, if you guys check under your chairs, a little surprise for you. Oh. Opal. Oh my gosh, a little... A little gift bag. How did yeah. you do that? Wow. That's, that's one so of cool. my one of my favorite things to wow. do is to surprise people. It's, oh
1: man, candy.
3: <clears throat> yeah, that's really cool. It's just what Opal does. Wow,
0: <laughs> they've guessed so far. Aww. I I can't say enough good things about you, Opal. And uh, oh, where, where are our manners? We have to tell the audience that you live in the building, you're a damn tenant like I am, and you yep. run the building's uh, book club.
3: I sure do. Opal's book club.
0: Um, are you going to sing the oh,
3: Opal? Oh, oh Opal. <laughs> I, came I love not that myself. That's you so can't
0: attend a book club that Opal's running without hearing that jingle at least 14, 15 times. I know it's
3: your favorite. Yes.
0: So you, how, how
1: often do you, do, you, do you run this book club? How often do you guys meet Opal?
3: Well, uh, James, we'd meet more frequently, except you seem to be limiting the book club's scope a lot. Sometimes you tell us we have a space to meet, and then we're just in the boiler room. Sometimes I've had to kamikaze... Tenant meetings, just to get people to attend my book club. Ideally, I'd love it to be once a week, mm-hmm. but uh, it usually uh, it usually works out to when I can just corner people in the lobby. Right.
1: Well, Opal, uh, I just want you to know I hear you. I'm mm-hmm. hearing you on this. Mm-hmm. I am definitely not trying to sabotage your book club. I definitely barely even know it exists because okay. I'm not All right. a huge reader. Um, but, you know, this this building, it's a complicated building. It's an old building, so sometimes stuff has to get um, moved around. So I apologize that it's that it's played havoc with your book club, but it's not intentional. Well,
0: the building is too big for a uh, for
1: a book club. Just well, Mike, weird stuff any happens. Any we, had a, at all. we had a skunk in here last week. Like You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't know. Sometimes stuff gets messed around, but I promise it's not intentional. I'm, I'm sorry.
3: Okay. Helpful. All right. I was taking it personally, but I hear you, and I feel we're healing now. We're healing you and I, I do too. Oh, yeah. God. opus has got a great energy. I thank
0: you. I agree, James. and That's why I never miss a single book
3: club meeting, do I? Oh, never. you go. He's been to all of them. Oh, wow! He is yes. my most faithful and only constant attendant at a, at book club meetings. Wow.
0: It is a little hard to get people in this building to to read.
2: Mm-hmm. And to come
0: to a meeting and talk about what they've read. Well, this is going to be a controversial statement
1: on my end, but that uh, does make me happy in a way, because that makes me think it's what? maybe a cool cool building in the sense that people are partying and stuff like that, which I actually kind of like. But I do, ho- I want there to be readers, too, mm-hmm. but I if there's partiers told, as well, that's no, not the worst thing.
3: People <laughs> don't often read in this building because the lights go out so often. Hmm. Thank you, so Opal. So I think you need to check yourself hmm. right now. Well,
0: personally... I only have one working light in my unit right now, and it's in the bathroom. Oh, which right over the bathtub. So what am I? every time I want to read a classic book, I have to go in the uh, bathtub? Give me a break, James. I'm
3: running out of artisanal candles, which are my favorite gifts to give people I don't know very well. Hmm.
1: Okay, here's a little idea. Have you guys ever heard of a thing called a light bulb? Maybe put some into the huh. faucet or whatever wow. the hell they're called that have gone out? James, the fixtures are broken. Oh. Well, look, if you're only going to have a light bulb, better in the bathroom, right? You don't want to go be there in the dark. And you have windows, Michael. People lived for a long time without, with yeah. windows as the well, main light thing. Well, bring us back to the, um, to the
0: 1800s, I suppose, James. What about Kindles, World's too? Anyway, whatever. We're, we've gotten completely off track. Yep. Let's start at the beginning. Rewind! Opal, <laughs> Opal, how long, first of all, how long have you lived in, in this building?
3: Uh, I've lived in this building about uh, 15 years. 15 mm. years. Yeah, it's been a it's been a journey. Been a wild ride? It's been a wild ride. Oh, great. I've seen a lot of different people in this place. Oh, yeah. There's
0: always there a lot of there's a lot of come and go in this building. People don't seem to stay very long. I mean, I've been here for 5 years. Hmm. But it's, I'm always running into to I, I, st- strangers in the hallway.
1: Yeah, I think it's because people get here and it lifts them up, and it you know gives them you know they find themselves suddenly ready to better themselves after being here a small mm. amount of time because the building kind of gives them that oomph, you know.
3: Sure.
0: Um, how did you two guys meet, if I may ask? Oh, I I mean I can answer. I, I saw a uh, there was a sign in the elevator saying "Book Lovers Wanted." Yeah. Meet in you know the, uh, the recreation room Sunday afternoon. So I did.
3: And let me tell you something, Michael. You're special. And I saw it Fan that food. very first day. He's when,
0: definitely special.
3: When he came down to the book meeting, I said, hey, I'm just going to cancel it. And he said, no, I need this. Wow. I, I need this.
1: Michael said that. Michael said that. Yeah, not surprised. So it was I became emotional, too. Don't forget
0: uh, that part of, so the, of the story.
3: I've never seen a grown man cry that much. Wow. Buckets Mike. of tears.
0: I was very sad. Uh, I don't
1: mean to be rude, Mike, but maybe you need like maybe you need like a therapy. Like it's a, a therapy
0: you need more than well, if, a book uh, club. Not to be rude, if you did, you're willing to pay for it, I I'd gladly see a therapist. Until I've then, got a
3: friend for you, you should see. Oh. Uh, I was telling you about him. He's from Texas, uh, southern doctor, Dr. Phil, and he's uh, oh. amazing. Solves all of my problems in a quaint way that seems uh, slightly conservative.
0: Doctor mm-hmm. Phil you mean the, the famous yeah, T V like doctor the mustache no, no, guy.
3: No, 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 no. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh, just about.
1: a
0: different He's oh, a different doctor.
3: He's oh, okay. just a regular Weird. Dr. Phil, just a southern doctor. Uh,
0: so so fifteen years, you've lived in the building. Uh when did you get the idea to start the book club? What um you know?
3: Well, uh funny enough, I was at uh, Medieval Times.
1: Oh That place is so funny
3: funny. What? That place is what are you living drama. About? Oh. I, I it's a uh, it's art.
1: Yeah, but they give you like the turkey legs and these stupid guys are hitting each other with the sticks and stuff. It's so
3: funny. Medieval times nourishes my belly and my soul. All right. But um I was there and I ran into J.K. Rowling.
1: What?
0: The the
3: uh, J.K. Rowling. The mother of Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, and... Holy shit,
0: and I'm sorry to swear, but when you drop a bomb like
1: that... Oh, I thought you were talking about the actor in Spider-Man, the guy who was in, like, uh, the drumming movie and stuff. What's that guy's name? Nick Cannon? Yeah, 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 Nick Cannon.
3: Sorry, damn, who's J.K. Rowling? J.K. Rowling, <laughs> uh, have you ever heard of the, the Harry Potter books?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so she wrote the... Okay, okay. This
3: is the most successful uh, living yeah, James. author. Oh, James doesn't,
1: uh, doesn't read female authors, by the way. Oh, yeah. okay. That, that's just by I happenstance. It's not intentional. But uh, so there that's you crazy. were. That's crazy. So you
0: met
3: J.K. Rowling? I R- met R- okay. J.K. Rowling because she's a big fan of the turkey legs, as am I. Mm. And, uh, you know, we were, we we're sitting down together and I told her, you know, I hadn't seen the movies, but I'd read all of the books. And she said, <sighs> I'm going to tell you a secret I've told no one else. Oh, my God. The secret is Harry Potter isn't filled with magic, he's filled with love. And what? I haven't told anybody till today. That is
1: a that's cool. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And it filled me with this need, this need to explore more, li- like just read more, you know? Uh, like there's so many secrets in books. You know? There
0: are secrets in books.
3: Yeah.
1: What do you mean like you don't know what happened in the book? Secrets about
0: life, about existence, about uh, love, about, yeah. you know.
3: A book can tell you a lot about yourself. Hmm. For instance, hmm. uh, one of the books uh, I did for Book Club a few weeks ago, Michael remember. It's mm. actually, it's Moonwalk by Michael Jackson. Yes. And that's a MJ. Ma- MJ. He's a complicated man, hmm. and a lot of people. Writes beautifully. Writes beautifully. And I, I just want to read a little excerpt.
0: Please.
1: Wow. It Got the kind book of, right here.
3: It <laughs> gives you some clues as to who he is. Hmm. I like Mexican food very much. Oh,
1: this is from the book uh, you're from reading book. from. Okay. Exc- this is an
0: exclusive.
3: Page 280 of Moonwalk. Okay.
0: okay.
3: I like Mexican food very much. I'm a vegetarian, so fortunately, fresh fruits and vegetables are a favorite of mine. I love toys and gadgets. I like to see the latest things. Manufacturers have come out with, if there's something really wonderful, I'll buy one. I'm crazy about monkeys, especially chimps. My chimp bubbles is a constant delight. I really enjoy talking, taking him with me on trips or excursions. He's a wonderful distraction and a great italicized pet.
1: Wow! All that's those... actually really good.
3: It's like yeah, uh, we've like got seven... a picture of
1: that for the for the Twitter Absolutely. account. Absolutely, we'll that, take that's a
0: picture. Really cool.
3: Before I read this book, I didn't know Michael Jackson liked Mexican food. <sighs> I didn't I know. I Had
0: no idea. You know, when I read it. I was thinking, wow, imagine being a manufacturer reading that paragraph and thinking, oh my god, the king of pop can't wait to see what I produce. I would go nuts. I'd be so happy. And that paragraph was just so coherently written, and he just explored that one idea. Oh, amazing. I'm shocked.
1: Like, yeah, you knew the guy could sing a tune and dance. Dance. Yeah, yeah. You know. Wow. That's actually pretty neat. I'm starting to see the appeal of books a little bit more at this point. Wow, that's amazing. So. So, sorry, was it J.K. Rowling who suggested you read Moonwalk, or did you...
3: I I delved into Moonwalk myself Mm. after uh, meeting J.K., which is weird. I met J.K. Rowling at Medieval Times. I've tried tweeting at her since, sending her emails, and I've been Mm. served a cease and desist. And I've been told to stop contacting J.K. Rowling and that I definitely didn't meet her. But I remember that it was her or a woman in a shawl. She
0: plays hardball.
3: She does play JK. hardball. She's she's a tough cookie.
1: She's tough. You've seen yeah. her. You know, it pisses me off. But when she writes stuff to Piers Morgan, who I think is great, um, it's pretty frustrating. But yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. I'm um, Slytherin. <laughs> oh, hmm. you know
3: <laughs> she she acts like she's in Hufflepuff, but everybody hmm. knows she's a Slytherin. J- uh,
0: James. Won't know what you're James won't get these references you're making because he's not a Potter freak. You're like a muggle. A
3: s- Got it.
0: <laughs> uh, whoop, over my head. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. So it's funny, too, because J.K., I, not to spend too much time on this, but I consider her the Michael Jackson of children's literature.
3: Oh, my God. I think so it's it's the funny. same thing. Yeah. And fun fact, she also has vitiligo. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah. That's what so is that? cool.
3: It's a skin discoloration uh, disorder.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. But she only has it sort of, uh, she can hide it.
3: She can, She. I believe she's magical. Well,
0: yeah. So wait, what is, so
1: she's hiding this skin discoloration, so we don't see it.
3: Mm, yes. Okay,
1: that makes sense. Okay.
3: Wow. This is alleged.
0: Alleged. Oh, yeah. wow. Well, hopefully we don't get sued and uh, taken off of uh, iTunes for that <sighs> uh, yeah, by J.K. Really? Um, wow. So yeah, J.K., what a fortuitous thing to run into her, and then she sparked your love of books, and then next yeah. thing... Uh, was it just soon after that that you yeah. started the book club? or? Uh,
3: yeah, shortly after that. Started the book club. For a long time, it was just me until you moved into the building. And oh,
1: so for a while, your book club was just you.
3: It was just me. I still, you know, they, that whole saying of if you build it, they will come. Oh, I love I that would, saying. Yeah, I would buy eight copies of every book that I was doing every week, which is the reason I still have to live in this uh, apartment. That must be a, a, a it's, huge financial burden to buy eight copies burden. of. A, I assume that if I buy the books, people will come to the book club, and one yeah. day that's going to pay off. But for now, I just um, I live like a hoarder.
0: Hmm. It's true. I've I've been to Opal's apartment, and it is a little tricky to walk around with that. There are these
3: fire hazards. Yes, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's so funny. But it's all for a good cause, so uh, you know, no so judgment. So
3: dead cats.
0: Hmm so yeah so for the first few years you were just going there by yourself and then mm-hmm. uh i can't believe that i'm i'm still the only you know member of the book club and i'm not complaining because yeah. it gives i feel like i get more attention more like focused attention
3: puppy you never complain
0: thank you that's a neat nickname yeah. puppy yeah because he's like
3: hungry for knowledge and huh. needy mm-hmm. as fuck Oh <laughs> well, yeah,
1: you hit I, the nail right on the head with that one. Nice. Is he ever? Um, that's so cool. So, so you guys, you meet up, you read. Like, so, what are you guys reading now? What's uh? Do um, so you read the same book every? Yeah, time? that's how that's that how, how a book how works? club works. I don't know what the hell it is. We
3: read it until we're done. We yeah. read it right now. We're on uh, Showgirls, the book written by. Uh, actually, it was written after the movie, which is rare, uh, by yes. Elizabeth Berkeley. That was Berkeley. a sick movie. It w- the book is even better. Um, oh, cool! Yeah, yeah and
0: Elizabeth Berkley, just like MJ, beautiful writer,
3: really beautiful very talented. Writer. She
0: not just a great actor and storyteller.
3: Yeah. I uh, one uh, qualm I have with the book is that she keeps switching into her character name from Saved by the Bell every now and then. Like she forgets. Oh, Jesse. Yeah, but for the most part, <sighs> it's been yeah. touching. I, I feel the like the editor
0: should have really caught that, but.
3: yeah i don't actually think this had an editor i think it was made with a photocopier but wow showgirls
1: the the book that sounds good
3: the cover jumped out at me when it's described it was described as an awkwardly erotic drama for the whole family Hmm. which i thought was it's wholesome when when do you get to read erotic fiction with your family
0: so rarely um, I mean I believe in like in the days of the Romans that used to happen all the time but um, in our sort of uh, you know prudish culture that doesn't really happen anymore and it's too bad.
3: Could I uh, read an excerpt from please Show showgirls Girls, the, the book?
1: book oh absolutely. Here's opal with uh, an excerpt from Showgirls would the
3: you, Book. and would you mind singing
0: the your jingle just before you begin the uh, excerpt?
3: I'd love to. Oh, oh, oh <laughs>
0: yes. cool when
3: Nomi realized her luggage was stolen, she violently hurled her body onto a parked car and without uh oh wait and uh, oh sorry, can I start one again? Start Absolutely, please okay. please Oh, oh, oh <laughs> When Nomi realized her luggage was stolen, she violently hurled her body onto a parked car and writhed around like a teen coming down from caffeine pills.
0: Mm. That is a, right there, it's a a beautiful, striking image, but also reminds me of the struggle that her character faced on Saved by the Bell. Hmm. Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. Hmm.
3: That's crazy. Yeah,
0: well, you're in the hands of a... But
3: isn't it
1: a
0: bit like, not to be... Master storyteller.
1: You're
3: so cultured.
1: Not to be gross, but isn't sort of the appeal of strip, uh, what was it, uh, showgirls, You know, seeing the naked, like seeing the strippers and everything. Like, is it really that interesting? Just reading about all you can think about. uh,
3: Well, I'm just being honest, Michael.
1: uh, Thighs.
3: I mean, there are pictures.
1: Okay. Okay. I guess you could like look up stuff on the internet while you're reading it. I don't know. I'm not trying to be gross. I just mean like, you know what I mean? Like, people watch that because of the strippers, right?
3: Elizabeth Berkeley has been described as the Dickens of our time, Hmm. with an emphasis on dick.
1: Hopo, oh, I like your style. Yeah.
3: Wow. She's a great writer. Damn.
1: What a cool book club. Wow. So so right maybe now, I knew you'd be uh, well, interested. I'm suddenly, it. once it's uh, a showgirl. When I, when I first heard about that, there was a book uh, book club in the building. I was sort of like, new thanks, nerd alert. Um, I remember but that. But it
3: sounds cool. You say that when you pass by the book club every single time. Oh, We've, sorry about that. I didn't yeah, really. We can hear. You. Think we can hear I you. you I doing and that, uh, I will enough.
0: never forget one of the early book club meetings where you actually showed up and you had two of Toronto's finest with you and tried to shut down our meeting. Uh, I think I was, I don't know. And when I I say finest, I'm being sarcastic. They were...
1: Mike, don't be rude about the police.
0: These police, you know, each one of them belongs in jail. I must have been, I don't
1: know, what was up with me that day? Why did I say I was shutting it down? you don't like I, I just assume you don't like it i might have been like hungover or something sorry about that
0: well like but... what what books do you even read me like i'm trying to imagine your bookshelf and uh, uh, it's just uh here's my bookshelf uh, wait wait wait
1: let me just, nintendo wait. switch playstation 4 uh okay. i was anyway. going to say it's empty because there's no books but you're you just have technology on it <laughs> yeah i have expensive technology on it bluetooth speaker
3: my i, I saw don't know. a pile of books in the corner and every one of them was hollowed out with a gun in it hmm
1: well, yeah, I'm a gun owner, I'm a proud gun owner, and I believe <sighs> in gun ownership. Here, here we go. And I absolutely have guns hidden throughout my house, and I have one in behind the toilet, and I have a gun on me right now. But, but why
3: in every what? book in the same location?
1: <laughs> Did you say you have a gun in the toilet? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Like, beh- behind the toilet or in If a home intruder in breaks bowl- into my place and I'm sitting on the toilet, guess who's gonna be, uh, guess who'll be shitting himself? It won't be me, it'll be the guy The guy coming in while well, I'm both, sitting both on the toilet. both of you could... It could be. Yeah, literally. But yeah. But you have the
0: is the gun behind the toilet or is it in the toilet bowl?
1: It's in a baggie in the in the bo- in the part behind the bowl. So if someone broke the in The tank, it's in a baggie in the tank. Okay. Do you have any taglines? Yeah, if a guy bro- broke into my home and threatened my family, which is just me, hell yeah. Uh uh is it cold out? Oh no, wait. You're going to be cold because you won't have blood pumping. Asshole, and then I shoot him in the head or something like that.
0: He would have shot you probably first by that I, point. That's not how but, it works, Michael. So I'm trying to picture though: you're sitting on the toilet, a man breaks in or a woman mm. breaks down the door, points a gun at you. You lift the lid off the tank, yeah. take out the baggie, yeah. open it, take out the gun. Probably have to get up, aim it, turn at your back prick. to the person so they see your naked like butt. Yeah, then you turn well, around and you shoot them. Yeah, and I—I know not only that, but I—and they w- probably see your penis as well because when you turn facing them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Have a last look. You know, your last little joy before I blow your brains out. And not only that, I would turn the gun to the side. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like, like, a, like uh, you know, you, you don't just hold the gun straight. You sort of f- turn your hand to the side, uh, forty-five yeah. degrees, or whatever. Anyway, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Someone breaks into my bathroom. Uh, you know what? You're in, you're dead. So mm. anyway, long story, long story there, but I'm just a bit passionate. about How did gun. we
0: get here from book club again? Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't know. Um, wow, that's that's really crazy. Wow, yeah. I mean, to be honest, what, what books do I read? As yeah, we were talking that about, was,
0: that was the question. So. A little
1: something called Men's Health magazine, exercise, how to get abs. That's
0: not a book. That's like a magazine. That's a magazine, not a book. Like, yeah. What yeah. is the difference between a magazine and a book? Well, one's big. Mm-hmm. One, and
1: yeah,
3: one tells one like story okay. or has a collection of stories. A magazine is just like mostly advertisements and uh, pictures hmm. with jizz on them based on the ones I've seen in your bathroom.
0: yeah,
3: behind the guns.
0: all right, well, what else? Uh, I've never even been to, this is interesting for me because I've never even been invited oh. to James's home. And now I'm hearing that you Opal have uh, seen his bathroom and his bookshelf. So
3: I have. Well, yeah. yeah.
1: Like sometimes I'll hang out with tenants here and there, At the get mixer. a drink or something. Yeah, yeah and you've never and been stuff to a
3: like oh that. yeah, you've never been to a mixer. Uh,
1: no, I haven't. I didn't even know about the no. Really, but... I think I you protect your junk mail. Probably one in your junk mail. The invite. Right. Uh, oh, John Cena story. I've read the John Cena story. Uh, that's a book. He's a wrestler. So you WWE? Read, okay. So that you, guy, oh, man, he's a good writer, too.
0: You're not reading, like, the real like the, real. Books. What's real? Well, uh, the books that we read.
3: Yeah. We read great books in book hmm. club. We're cultured.
2: <sighs>
0: well, I
1: don't know. I'm cultured, too. I like music and magazines and books. I just don't read the exact same ones. Although, to be frank, yeah, Showgirls the book sounds good. So maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll come sometime. I don't know.
3: I'll lend it to you. I have, like, eight copies. All right.
0: It's summertime uh, soon, and the next book I, I'm reading, and I, maybe I'll get a copy for you, James, and Opal. Every summer, I have a tradition um, where I reread all of Agatha Christie's classic Miss Marple mysteries. Um, and they. Mm. every time I read them, I find something new and exciting and something that resonates with me. Um,
3: You're a I white re- LeVar Burton. You're amazing.
0: Thank you. No one's ever said that <laughs> yeah. to me before. Uh I can do anything.
1: Good God. Uh okay. So you're reading Miss Marple, whatever the Miss Marple
0: hell mysteries. that is, okay. It's only the most famous and popular uh old lady detective currently going, so there you go.
1: Oh my god.
0: Um, She's no John. Maybe uh, she should have an adventure with John Cena. S- Cena, yeah. and turd. then they could solve a crime together at the, uh, so, the UFC. Right. And, anyway, this is why you you're tell here, him. Opal. Yeah.
1: Um, well, so can I say something? I've just noticed, um, Opal uh, and and Mike. Like, so it's kind of funny. Like to me, this is a bit funny. I don't know. But so your name is Opal, mm-hmm. and you have a book club. Hmm. Hmm. Um. That, that's like so. That's funny. it's like Oprah. Oh yeah, that's true. It's like similar to Oprah's thing.
3: Yeah, um, I'm just putting that together. Oprah? What is she on like City TV or?
1: You don't Who know who's Oprah.
3: Dude, yeah, who's is she like popular? In, like, I mean, America? yeah, she's
0: very, very popular and very uh, <laughs> influential in, in the culture. But uh, you know Oprah.
3: I've never heard of Oprah.
0: It's fun, it's, it might be a coincidence, James. I don't know why you're making a big deal of well, this. Well, i call my, uh,
3: my longtime partner, Stedman, but I've never heard of What? What?
0: Now, that is a little weird, but it's still a coincidence. People can have similar names. I once met someone well, who had my name.
3: Yeah? Michael?
0: And it, and it wasn't... Uh, we were different people. Did Maybe. he
3: write Moonwalk?
0: <laughs> I wish I had met uh, him, but I didn't. Even if you Did- met... The
1: weirdest loser at a coffee time who just like lives in a coffee time donuts and is a clearly a weirdo. That person knows who Oprah is. You know what I mean?
0: I just think this is crazy. And she's very mm. she is very famous and really yeah. But it's you know Oprah just a, a
3: Oprah. coincidence. Oprah yeah sounds Oprah man, sounds like she it. Jamaican Oprah.
0: Oh, <laughs> it's also funny too, as a coincidence, because you know a Dr. Phil from Texas, as mm-hmm. you said before. So that's just another funny layer of it. the coincidence. Because Oprah uh, executive produces the Dr. Phil show, and she introduced him to America.
3: This is—I feel like you guys are dwelling on something really st- like some weird niche show you saw as kids. Hmm. And I didn't come here and start talking about Captain Kangaroo. Okay, I don't. Fair enough. I don't know who Opera is, but I'm sure she's, she it's, likes books? You know what? I'm willing to
0: let it drop. I don't know about you, James.
1: I mean, for the sake of the interview, I will. But in my head, I'm thinking you're nuts. Or huh. lying. Not to
0: be rude. <laughs> it's just, oh, okay. that's okay. crazy. I'm I would like to apologize on behalf of the show. We've never well, had, we've never rules. accused a guest of lying before. Well, I, and well, this is, This right. is crazy. Sorry. Sorry. It's not good. Huh. <laughs> Let's put a pin in that of James t- calling you a liar and accusing you. you of uh, being allergic to the truth, and let's continue with our nice discussion. Okay, Thank sorry. You. Thank you.
3: Opal. Oh, oh Opal.
0: Ah, uh, what is the... What are you have some other books here? Oh, I have. I a, see another um, book.
3: Uh, this is a, a classic. Um, oh, I
0: remember this one.
3: So apparently, Wendy Williams is a talk show host. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in the the. Is fear of Phil Donahue yes. or Sally Jesse Raphael mm-hmm. or uh, remember Gabbaro Remember Vicky Gabbaro? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, so you know Wendy Williams and
0: Vicky Gabbaro. Yeah, hmm.
3: yeah, yeah. And there was uh, for a while. Ralph
0: and Mergie used to have a show as well. That's for Ricky our Canadian Lake. listeners. Rick, yes, Ricky Lake. Yeah, you've heard of all of them. Deanie Petty, Deanie Petty. O. R. I. P. The show at least.
3: So Wendy Williams. I think she's actually the first Black woman talk show host to really oh have her own show on the air. Anyways, I, uh, she wrote a book. I mean... Uh, it's called Ask Wendy. And... Uh, I love her... I love her uh, sort of style and sass. Yeah, like, yeah. She's like, how are you today? <laughs> how are you today? That's her saying. That's her catchphrase. Wow. Yeah. She's Yeah,
0: funny. I've never seen Very New before. York. Very New York Very City. Very New York. Yeah. Very mm. New York. Mm.
3: Um, so she wrote a book, like an advice book, which okay. is interesting because she's a sociopath. And... I actually have, like, an excerpt here from her, um... It, it's from the Oh No He Didn't uh, section of the book. Oh. So it's called
1: Ask Wendy. Ask
3: Wendy. And various, uh, for sure not fake, uh, readers wrote in to Wendy Williams for life advice. Okay. Because sometimes you gotta know how a monster would do things. And
0: she pulls no punches. She no says punches. exactly what she feels, and, uh... Yeah. It's very funny.
3: How are you? That's, that's how she talks. Um, so here's the first question. Uh... My date bit me. I'm not talking a little nibble. I'm talking teeth marks on my neck. I Ooh. kind of liked him up until now. What do I do? Before I give you Wendy's response, I'm curious to know how you guys would... Uh...
0: I would never bite a woman that I liked or loved.
3: Because of your soft teeth?
0: Um, well, I mean, that is a factor, but also because I think it's is wrong to, to do so. It's assault. Uh, if it's a, assault. If a,
1: if a babe wants to bite me... I'm all yours, baby. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't care. Or would you bite a? Would you bite? Would you bite a woman? Ah, uh, some uh, gentleman doesn't kiss and tell, so I won't say. But anyway,
0: so unbelievable.
3: Well, here's Wendy's advice. Okay, it starts with girl! Exclamation point. Mm-hmm. That's, me... that's so Wendy.
0: So that's Wendy. So it's
3: she, you can tell she wrote it. Uh, let me tell you something. Dates give love bites for a couple of reasons. Hmm. One, it turns them on and they ha- and they are hoping that it turns you on, too. Hmm. Two, they're trying to mark their territory so no one else messes around with you. If it's not your thing, then tell him. Chances are he'll oblige. But as someone who spent her 20s covered in hickeys, that's what Dermablend is for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is Dermablend? It's
3: a makeup that covers up scars. Oh,
0: I use it sometimes.
3: I can tell you, it's kind of hot when a guy bites and sucks. Mmm, you tell him, Wendy. I mean, she's like Maya Is that Angelou. True? You know,
2: wow,
0: famous
3: poet Maya Angelou. I think yes. she's friends with Wendy Williams.
0: I do. I do wonder what an evening out with the two of them would be like. Yeah, You'd probably get kind of wild,
3: kind of crazy
0: uh, around New York City. All of Wendy Williams biting
3: that apple. <gasps> yeah.
0: Ow. <laughs> so, put on some of the, what's it called? On the apple, if you take a bite, you put on the derma.
3: Derma blend, yeah. Derma
0: blend to cover up the the bite mark. Of course, it might not, uh, you probably couldn't eat it after that.
1: Interesting. So that book is just like straight up advice yeah. for
0: love stuff and sex stuff.
3: Yeah. Huh. Yeah.
0: Interesting. I like, loved it, and I'm a guy, and it, you know, it, yeah. and mm. I read this book, and it's clearly from, it's like, I feel, I feel like it was like aimed at a, a female audience, uh, most of her audience are, you know, women, uh, but I loved it, and I learned a lot of things about myself, so and funny. about dating. Oh, like, like what? Not to bite her, mm. or any woman, mm. and that I would love to one day visit New York City, mm. and be here. in the audience for Wendy Williams taping.
1: Oh, huh. Wow, that's interesting. And so, like, again, I'm not, like, a major book guy, but is this, this is, like, considered a cool, a good book or whatever? Yeah, yeah,
3: Yeah. this is up there. This is, like, you know that movie with the kid and the tiger in a boat? Mm -hmm.
0: Life Life of Pi by Canadian author Yann Martel, one of my absolute favorites.
3: I never read it, but this book is like that, exactly, almost.
0: Okay, cool. They do share, you know. Because you learn about yourself. You learn about yourself. Yeah. There's no advice, uh, dating advice in Life of Pi no, per but se. The but the tiger
3: does say, how you
0: doing? Yes. And the kid in the boat goes, "Woohoo!" when the tiger is introduced uh, at the beginning, just like the audience does at uh, the Wendy show.
1: Damn, i got to watch the Wendy show.
0: Huh? You know what impresses me
1: about these books too is they're so cheap. The books you brought here all like have these like, you know, three ninety nine stickers on them.
3: Yeah. Well, actually, uh That's... funny story. I didn't pay anything for them. They're in that like you know when you pass by BMV and they have those box of books. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I just pick those up and walk away with it. And oh, normally... I didn't.
1: I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I think right. you're supposed to pay for those.
3: No, no, no. It's garbage.
1: Hmm. I mean, yeah, like, I'm all for that spirit, but I do think they're outside. It's like when there's a fruit stand, and you're supposed to still pick up the apple and go into the store and pay for it. You oh, don't just take well, it. Well. <laughs> oh, man, that's Opal so Apple
3: don't pay for bucks. <laughs> well,
0: this, is, cool. uh, making, this is a new thing I didn't know about how you operate the book club, but it's, you know, it's fine. I'll, I'm not going to judge you for that. Um, the have you ever been chased by bookstore owners who oh. saw you walking on the street with a big box of stolen books?
3: Well, uh, not so much chased as I was apprehended with a knee in my back and arrested. Oh, my God. Damn, that's yeah. cool. It, it was pretty cool. Still, I, I g- did a lot of reading because I had a box of books with me when they arrested me.
0: Oh, man. spent a lot of
3: time. Did you go to like, jail
0: or anything? Or yeah.
3: To, oh, yeah, whoa, went to jail, cool. Went to jail. Oh,
0: great. Uh Opal, oh, don't be a James loser, has a right? thing about uh I'm just gonna say it, prison chicks.
3: Oh, really?
0: Uh yeah. So
3: It was just like for a day, but in that oh, day cool. I learned how to make some prison wine in a toilet.
0: Oh yeah. whoa. In, in one day. In, w- in one, one day in jail. What? In one day in you jail. You couldn't go one day. That's mm. so interesting. How do you make that?
3: Uh rotten fruit and a sock. Mm. Um, and then you dip it into the like the back of the toilet there. And oh yeah, like, where I
1: keep a gun. Where
3: you keep the guns, and then it kind of it makes its own stew, and it like ah, it, yeah, cool. it did just taste like rotten fruit sock.
0: Because mm. it probably it didn't have time to didn't ferment. Have any time or... to ferment. But and so you couldn't go one day without a drink of wine. of wine. Needs a
3: wine.
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: Damn, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Were any of the other women in the jail like you know? Mean or nice or like babes? And Actually, they,
3: I made a friend who's been my friend for life. A uh, great woman named Gail. And she's, uh, it's ah, crazy. She's like, everyone always sees us together and they think we're together. But everyone also knows I'm with Stedman. So that's crazy. It's weird. Because I, I never see Stedman at the book club. I never see him at all. Yeah, he keeps He's never to around. He's, uh, I. I don't see him often because of my hoarder lifestyle. I believe mm. the last time I saw him, he was behind the couch. But
0: this is, uh, we have to send out
1: a search party for the darn insane. guy. <laughs> still insane. You have a friend named Gail.
0: <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> anyway. What, what else do you, do you have an, uh, another, uh, doctor named Dr. Oz <laughs> no, <that's laughs> just to complete crazy. the picture? That's, okay. that's
3: not, I do have a, uh, like a naturopath named Mehmet though.
0: Okay. So, Opal, um, your life is full of books. It's full of words and phrases and novels and poetry. And uh, I love your life, (laughs) if you don't mind me saying I do. Um, What is your favorite book?
3: Mm. Uh, I'd have to say my favorite book of all time is The Color Purple.
0: Really? Mm. Mm. That is a great book. Mm -hmm. A little surprised. There's a bit of a pattern, um, hmm. yeah. That's been established
3: it's, here. Like it's deep. I'm deep. Mm-hmm. Have you seen my the favorite color? Have you seen the movie? No, no. I didn't want to ruin it by seeing the movie. That's hmm, crazy. You should see the movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. And the Oprah show. Anyway, the,
3: is that like uh, Wendy Wu? Uh,
1: so Opal, um, you read a lot of books. Mm-hmm. Books are a big part of your life. Have you ever considered? Writing your own book. Mm. Mm.
3: Funny you should ask. I've actually been I've been thinking of it a lot lately. Like being a lover of books.
0: I would I would buy it. I would you read would it. You'd buy my book. Yes, I'll buy as many as I can.
3: Oh, bless you.
0: Um.
1: That's so cool. What? Like, do you have any ideas of what you would write a book about? Yeah,
3: I'm actually working. It's like a, a fiction novel. It's about a hmm. this like sad man who lives okay. in an apartment and oh. he's he's uh, weak. Like, but oh, yeah. weak in a way that makes you mad at him, but also sad for him.
2: Uh, you know, oh, like you yeah. want to
3: punch him hmm. and then give him a tissue when he starts crying. And his name is Breikel, And he's, he's oh, so Breichel. lonely that he goes to the same book club meeting week after week. You know, no one else is there except for a woman who's uh, uh, just there to kind of sketch his personality
1: for a book that she's writing. Okay. Oh, interesting. That's kind of cool. That sounds like actually a really cool premise. Like, what do you call that? Uh, Like, um, a book about someone doing a book. Like, that's kind of clever, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's
3: pretty neat.
1: It's like a thriller or a sad book or like...
3: It's, um, well, it's mostly sad. I I Mm. think I'm actually... It's not that
0: sad. The book sounds good. Well,
3: I think my character is going to kill himself
0: Mm, at the end of the book. Because it
3: It it sounds like the natural conclusion for this character. Like, if I was him, mm, I would kill myself. This Mm, doesn't mm, sound like mm, I have,
0: you know, if I was your editor, I'd be like, doesn't have a lot of commercial uh, potential there is one un- sort of unbelievable sort of unbelievable kind of premise no
3: no there's a great part it's a little funny where but i'm trying to figure out how to how to write out
2: <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> it's tough yeah, to write that yeah how do you write like
3: i could say oh sobbing sobbing like he missed his mother's breast milk
0: yeah right yeah or i could First just all, try to
3: phonetically write out yeah <laughs> because <laughs> that's a noise i heard once not everyone was lot.
0: breastfed, first wow. of all, and this doesn't sound like the kind of, you know.
3: Really? I, I think you'd love it. Reichel is a relatable character for some.
1: Hmm. It sounds, I mean, I'm hooked. I'm really interested in this sort of, like, Breichel
3: pathetically. Brykel
0: Hmm.
3: Yeah, well, you know,
0: everyone has different different uh, taste in books and stuff. Yeah. um
3: uh... I'll sign a copy for you. Thanks.
1: Hmm. Very cool. I I want one too. If you have or if you do like oh an suddenly audio. you're in a bookworm now. I'm interested in this. Or if you have like an audio book or something, I would check that out for sure.
3: You know what? I do have a, a like a rough kind of sketch of it. I'll I'll bring it to your apartment the next mixer.
1: Didn't. Yeah, next mixer. Yeah, okay, and, well, hang we out. could do cool. like a Thought group we were...
3: reading of it. Oh yeah, that yeah, sounds and cool. like act it out.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, that sounds pretty fun. Okay, cool. Well, hang up. Cool. Great. Um, I don't know,
0: uh, I don't know about it.
1: yeah. Um, uh, we'll, um well let, Why don't we take a break?
0: Yeah. And we'll come back with the final for a, segment. I'm going to go for a bit of a walk and maybe get a cigarette or something and um, yeah. All right, bad habit, but sure. Um, okay,
1: well we'll we'll take a break and we'll be uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. We're here with our friend Opal who oh, has a?
3: No, oh,
1: love it! Who has a book club in the building? And um, so, for the final segment, we're gonna do a little fun activity. Um, it's time for our classic uh, game segment. That is correct. And uh, Opal brought uh, the Wendy Williams book, where where uh, people ask Wendy questions. So we thought it would be fun for Opal to read. Michael and I a couple of the questions, and uh, we'll give our advice instead of Wendy Williams giving her advice.
0: Yeah, well, uh, sort of uh, tables have turned in a way.
3: Yes, Uh, the male perspective. Yes, Yes. finally getting out there.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Opal, uh, please pick a question, and uh, Michael and I will
0: give our hot takes on it. I have a feeling this is going to become a very popular segment. Hmm.
3: (laughs) We'll see. Okay, first question. I told my boyfriend once to spank me in bed. And now he thinks it's fun and gets turned on by it. My ass is black and blue. Hmm. How do I get him to stop what I started?
1: Oh I'll, I'll take this one first.
0: Um, Sexual nature.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. I guess for this, I'd say uh, there's always an option to th- wear a pair of diapers. Mm-hmm. And then if your boyfriend is spanking you, you can sort of go, uh, you know, A, the diapers will sort of shield the butt. Mm-hmm. And B, the boyfriend might think, you yeah, went to the bathroom in there and he won't want to be touching it anyway. So that would be my
3: suggestion
1: to that woman.
3: Would you recommend, like, drawing stink lines on it?
1: That's not a bad idea. Flies or whatever, I don't know. Yeah, that's my take. Michael, your thoughts on the spank gate? Well, uh,
0: okay. Um, So I have been on the receiving end of uh, a spank... I dated a woman who really loved to spank me, and she was very strong and powerful. And... uh, it was a very dark time in my life. I, was, I couldn't sit down for a, a long time mm. because...
3: Uh, did baby like?
0: Baby did... No, I did not like that. And uh, it hurt me a lot. Sorry, and, um, you were not spanking the woman. The woman was spanking you. The woman was spanking me. The woman I thought was going to be my bride. Um, but when she started laying into me and pounding and pounding and slapping and smacking... My buttocks. I changed my mind and uh, called it off. So I think you need to be straight up with your partner and just, you'd have to tell. How long did you
1: guys engage in that?
0: We dated for four years, and three years of that was our sort of spanking period. But yeah, I called it off, called off the wedding. Um, Yeah, you have to confront that problem. My God.
3: is this why you don't go through turnstiles at the bus station? Yep. Okay. I'm a hopper.
0: Wow.
1: Uh, okay, Opal, next, uh, next question, I oh. guess. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring no, down the no. movie. Mean, this is
0: supposed to be a fun podcast, but I was brutalized. If you had seen my buttocks in those days, I wish you had been there, both of you, to see my buttocks in those days. I think I'll pass days. on that, but... Yeah. They were not nice. Hmm. Opal?
3: Okay. Uh, next question. A nut job moved to our block. Oh. <laughs> I say this because she sits on her porch chanting and doing yoga. The other day, she was walking to the mailbox on the corner and nothing but a baby doll nighty. What's up with that?
1: Well, first of all, yeah, sign number one that she's a nut job, she does yoga. You know what I mean? That's such a, a thing. And B, I'll say, hey, if uh, any ladies, uh, you know what I mean, like if someone's wearing a nighty around, uh, woo, um, uh, hello, ma'am, can I get your number? Like that's kind of, I don't know, I don't see a problem there. So, so you, would, you would turn into Austin Powers?
0: Yeah, sure. I don't know. The movie's funny. I'd totally do that. I don't know. <clears throat> I'll, uh, can I answer? Can Please, I an answer? Yeah. Um, uh, first of all, the person writing the letter seems to be very close minded. Yoga is actually, uh, helps a lot of people around the world. Helps no, people it relax. Helps me relax. It's good for flexibility. Um, and chanting makes me a little nervous. I don't know where the chanting, what the chanting is about. But, uh, you know, if you're walking around in a 90, if it's a neighborhood full of children and stuff, you might want to think of the, of you know, dressing you know respectably so that uh you know like don't be such a downer that'd be
1: cool yeah especially I, if you're a teen you know what i mean like ooh, look at this lady in a ninety.
3: i remember when i was in india and uh i was there researching a bunch of uh, different brands of chai that i was going to try to sell and market as my own uh opal's chai and uh I went down there, and there was all these rich senses and fabrics, and I saw so many people just outside doing yoga, you know? Just yes. It, and it makes you more Freaks. free as a human being. It mm-hmm. makes you more open to things. Uh, I agree. Maybe you would have enjoyed being spanked had you done yoga in India.
0: Oh. Very, that I very well may have enjoyed it more mm-hmm. had I done yoga at the time. But what I will say is that the force... With which my partner at the time attacked my buttocks day in, day out, every night. Um, I don't know how much yoga you'd have to do to enjoy that. Mm. Mm. Blood, there was blood on the sheets. Ugh. Blood in my underwear. Oh, Good God. Um, I had to have buttock reconstruction surgery. Oh, boy. The bones collapsed.
3: Do you want to do a little child's pose later?
0: I sort of probably can't do that still. But.
1: Well, I think we've entered into TMI territory. And, you know, uh, don't need dul- to know that info, Mike, I don't mean to bring but, down uh, the
0: podcast because it's been so fun so far. Yes.
1: Uh, Opal, thank you for joining us. You've been uh, great. Imagine a melon. A lot of a fun. Imagine a melon Ooh. that... Oh, for God's sakes. Um, imagine a car driving over a melon. That was oh, sort of like... Good God, man. Why didn't you just tell her to screw
0: off? Anyway uh opal thank you so much for coming
3: oh it's thank been a you, blessing opal. to be here
0: it's so nice to have you here and it's nice to have someone uh who appreciates culture for once in the in the on the podcast
3: oh thank you baby hey maybe one day if you make it to one of the mixers uh well never mind.
0: <clears throat> yeah never mind about never mm-hmm. that uh michael
1: okay. thank you for uh joining uh, for doing this again why are you think we host this every week together okay, yep. why are you thanking me i don't know just who knows what will happen in the future i really um, like your
3: gratitude Oh, thank you, thank you, Opal.
1: Um, well, that's it for the uh, for the podcast, and uh, we'll we'll catch you all next time. See you.
0: Landlord and Tenant Podmas was created and recorded by James Hartnett and Michael Balazzo in Crime Ridden Toronto. Our guest today was Aisha Brown.